impressions from staying up to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs more than anything. The one trait that jumps out is the one that's the oldest in the hockey history books. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates, where you found this. Connor Hellebuck, Andre Vasilevsky, the list of the goaltenders that are participating in these playoffs and performing at a high level, not everybody every night, obviously, given a couple of the names that I just mentioned and how things went for them last night. It, it, it's it's just a big, big, lights-blaring reminder that goaltending is everything, especially when it comes to the playoffs. You're not going to be able to escape not having a playoff-level goaltender. Usually, you can't even get away with it now through a single round. And I'm sorry, I don't believe, I don't have a reason to believe that the Penguins still have one of those in their employ. I'd like to look at Tristan Jari's regular season performances, uh, his peak showings whenever he's been in the net for a sustained period, when he's run up 920, even 930 save percentages over a span, when he's been one of the top five or six goaltenders in the league, again, for a span. But that's not what this game is. It's not been that ever, and it's not going to become that anytime soon. There are not 64 quality NHL goaltenders out there, okay? You're not going to get to a phase where now everybody's got a a 1A and a 1B. You're just not. You've still got to have that one guy and then do the best you possibly can for the backup. Anybody who thought that the reality for the long term, was going to be what the Penguins enjoyed in 2017 with Matt Murray and Marc-Andre Fleury. No, no, no. They they were actually probably the last tandem of their kind in the NHL, if you think about it. You still need someone who is the guy. And Jari, for a million reasons, can't be. Considered that guy. I don't care that he's an unrestricted free agent. I don't care that it would cost an awful lot of money, more importantly, cap space, to replace him. You have to. You have to. You can't look at this past season and ignore everything that went into it, both on and off the ice. Do you remember when a lot of you were calling me nuts or mean-spirited or whatever it was? When I first started bringing up that this team, not me, but this team internally had issues with how Jari was handling his injuries. No one thought he was outright faking them. They just didn't know whether or not he was trying his best to play through them or whether he was even managing them properly. And everyone, everyone found it suspicious that as soon as Casey DeSmith would start playing well, 
Whoa, just like that, he bounced back and was ready to go. And often ended up playing some of his better hockey. That That's, that's got to end. That little theater that he put on in the one corner of the Columbus locker room, uh, I won't soon forget that. When he's sitting there, uh, surrounded by a bunch of us talking openly about all of his injuries, and that's fine. Season's over. Season's over. Uh, that's actually kind of a thing in hockey is that once the season ends, you can be as honest as you want about your injuries. Uh, heaven knows if you heard any of Nick Benino describing how he ended up with a lacerated kidney and then giving these way too vivid TMI descriptions of some of the treatments that had to take place, you'll know that it's okay to talk about injuries once the season ended. And it did end that night in Columbus. But for Jari to come out and say that he was really playing through a lot and he was still feeling it and everything else here, you understand. I'm talking to you now, the listener here. <laughs> you understand that he played in the meaningless game, the most meaningless game this franchise has seen in 20 years at Nationwide Arena. It was his head coach's decision to play him in that game. Think about what I'm saying to you here. When Jan Ruda, who, by the way, had surgery uh, yesterday for a core muscle issue, and I'm glad that he did because I know what kind of pain he was in and what kind of pain he was playing through to come back and appear in those uh, last three games before the meaningless game in Columbus. Ruta was held out of the meaningless game in Columbus. You know why? Ruta was hurt. Ruta was really hurt. You just can't have that. You can't have that player back. Uh, there isn't a scenario in which you're going to toughen him up or make him aware of the damage that he's done to the franchise with either his playoff collapses or now his regular season multiple collapses due to injury. That's that's just got to end. However much or however little cap space you're going to have after whatever moves are made by this new general manager, priority number one has to be goaltending. And that will not be handled by goaltender number 35. When we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Ron Davis, who says, DK, what about this scenario? New GM comes in and wants to replace Mike Sullivan. Will the Fenway Sports Group allow that to happen? If not then this search is all a waste of time because the GM should be allowed to make that decision. Ron, when, what you want to say is that you don't like Sullivan and you want him fired. I, I, I really wish that anyone who sends in these J1Qs would just be a whole lot more direct instead of the passive-aggressive or the avoiding of the actual issue. You don't like Sullivan. You don't like Sullivan as a coach. You want him out. You know, ask that. To answer the question that's actually there... However, no, of course not. When you have someone who's representing FSG, even if it's not the main guys, John Henry or Tom Werner, if it's David Beeston sitting there at a press conference next to Kevin Acklin, and Beeston says, 
we believe, we, FSG, believe that Sullivan is one of the best coaches in the NHL. He's not speaking for himself. He's speaking for Henry and Werner. And I've reported to you for a long time that these guys instantly took not a liking, but a loving to Sullivan. Okay? That wasn't my imagination. That was information that was gained on a trip that I made to Boston shortly after the sale. The Penguins were up there to play the Bruins at TD Garden, but there also was a practice the day before at some facility that's adjacent to the New Balance Shoe Factory or something. Don't ask, just stuff that's randomly going through my head here. But there was a lot of visibility between FSG and Sullivan while I was there, and it was plain as day. This is their guy. These are Boston people. Sully's a Boston guy. Anybody who knows anything about Bostonians knows that that means something. Okay, take that however it is that you want to. But no, he's not going anywhere. The easy way around the scenario that you're describing, Ron, is you don't hire a GM who sits there in an interview and says, hey, I would consider it the honor and thrill of a lifetime to coach Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and to be associated with Chris Letang and Jake Gensel and everybody else, it would just be fantastic. But your coach, whoa, he reeks. He's got to go. I want nothing to do with that. If you want me as GM, he's out. Guess how that's going to go? Because any GM candidate anywhere worth anything is going to have paid attention to every single syllable that was dropped by both Beeston and Acklin at that 14-minute press conference. And they most definitely will have paid heed to the part where Beeston says that Sully's the greatest. So, no, this is not going to happen. But again, I ask nicely, you don't like the head coach? Say you don't like the head coach. Ask a question about that. I appreciate That, and I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We have a long time between now and anything of relevance for this franchise, with the exception, and I should say significant exception, of the hiring of the GM. We'll see how quickly that proceeds. Let's do it all again Monday. 